This is Called by God, stories of ordained women in the Anglican Diocese of Grafton. I'm Reverend Cathy Ridd and welcome. Today I'm in conversation with the Reverend Lenore Moles. Lenore, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Tell me a little bit about how it was when you started to hear God's call to ordained ministry. As a teenager, I remember reading the nun story and feeling then a, almost a call to a religious life, a commitment to a religious life. But of course, then I went into teaching, got married, had kids. All of that went by the wayside. But um, in 1995, we moved to Coffs Harbour so I could teach at Bishop Dewitt College. And I went, I remember going with a group of women to the women's camp at Bonnie Hills. And on the Saturday night, I believe that was a really strong call to ordain ministry. And at the time I thought, well, I'm teaching in a Christian school and kids need Christian teachers, so what I'm doing is important enough. But I sort of said, if I hear this from someone else, I'll know it's for real. I thought that was a pretty safe bet. And nothing happened for 18 months until I was having a pre-dinner, pre-lunch drink with my rector, sitting on his veranda, and out of the blue he said, have you ever considered ordained ministry? And I went, okay, this is serious now. So that's, that's when I had to do something serious about it. So then I had conversation with him and with others and started on that, that journey towards ordained ministry. So that was the beginning of the journey. What were the challenges then as you began to respond to God's call? Well, I, I, I talked with Warren and said, I really think I need to take time out of teaching to explore where this is going to lead. And, of course, that meant losing an income. And, but his response was, if this is what you want to do, we'll find a way to make it work. So I actually originally took took leave. I wasn't quite ready to burn my bridges. So I took leave for a year and then was given a part-time job in the parish for two days a week, supplemented that with a bit of casual teaching. But yeah, it, that was a bit of a challenge then going back to study because I hadn't written an, an essay for a long time. So I, I started doing um, a diploma through a Charles Sturt University. And at the same time, the, the um, diocese was offering us a diploma of Anglican orders. And so I was part of the um, experimental group who did that as, as part of my study and preparation too. So getting back into study was a bit of a challenge and really stretched my brain a bit being a, um, a midlife career changer. Were there any other challenges or was that, was that the biggie? That probably was the biggie, was, was yeah, just dealing with, with the whole change. I like to know what I'm doing, and there was a bit of uncertainty around all of this. That was a bit of a challenge. But I, I, I love teaching, and I wasn't really happy about giving that up in some ways because I'd always thought I would teach till I retired. You, in, a, in a way, you did continue teaching and, and still continue oh, yes. teaching. And I, 
I realised that too, but yes, it was a different form of teaching. So who were your biggest supporters as you began that journey to ordination? Um, definitely Warren was was awesome support. As I said, he said, we'll, we'll make it work. Whatever you want to do, we'll make it work. My kids who have grown up and left home by that stage were on board, except my son did say to me, how do you expect me to tell my friends that my mother's now a father? He was a bit worried about that. Probably my best supporter apart from family would have been Reverend Jan McLeod, who incidentally was one of the first women ordained in Grafton Diocese. She was part of the Coffs Harbour Parish and at that time was the chaplain at the Southern Cross University. And she was also working part-time in the parish. And so she very much took me under her wing and, for example, you know, first um, death I saw at the hospital was when she said, come on, you better come with me. And then she'd take me out on a funeral visit and whatever. So she was very much a mentor to me in those early days. And the other person in the parish who was a great encourager was another retired priest, the Reverend Frank Woodwell, who's since passed away. And he was very much in his um, earlier days at the forefront of the movement for the ordination for women in Canberra Goulburn and had retired to there. So he was very supportive. He'd been one of our um, lecturers for education for ministry and would often come and talk to me about my sermons and just, you know, quietly encouraged me in a lot of ways. In fact, when he passed away, his his family gave me his stoles, which was very special to have. What do you think are the biggest issues for ordained women in the Anglican Church of Australia today? Oh, I was thinking hard about this one, and I think, quite frankly, it is getting a bit easier. But for me, personally, I think, the biggest challenge is that lack of recognition from others within the church, knowing that there are still parts of the church that don't recognise my call, my vocation. And in my full-time ministry, I was a hospital chaplain. And I found at that stage that the people outside the church were much more accepting in many cases than a lot of the people inside the church. And it seems that within the church, you're either for or against. You know, there's there's no middle ground. There are people that don't don't want women priests, and there are that those that are very supportive. I mean, I still remember visiting another church in our diocese as a guest preacher, being asked to help with the administration of the communion, and having a parishioner refuse to take communion from me. I was the first woman who'd preached in that church, so th so I. I think that's getting a little easier, but knowing that we can't go to Sydney and exercise our our priestly calling is a bit hurtful, and knowing that there are still people, probably even within our congregations. What gives you joy in your ministry? Uh, I was thinking long and hard about this. As a supposedly retired priest who's been retired now for 10 years, I've been doing locums regularly. And, and I, I just love working with congregations through that time of transition. I think in some ways maybe my calling was to be a locum. And sometimes you go into a parish that's had a difficult, you know, they're by a, a sad because they've lost their last priest 
or perhaps it's been through difficult circumstances. And just being there to help people in that time of transition is is a really special time to be there. And, of course, the other joy that comes with that is that having done locums all over the diocese, I've got friends from one end of the diocese to the other. So that that's a real joy is, is just doing locums and getting to know people in different parts of the diocese and leading them through those transition times. I get great satisfaction out of funeral ministry. That's my other great, great um, delight in a way, which delight's probably not the right word. I don't know what the word is. Great, great personal um, satisfaction from helping people to say farewell in the way they want to say farewell. Finding, finding what's, what's meaningful for them. You know, it's not just a matter of open the book and say the words. But if I had to be honest, my real moment of joy each week is when I put my album. For me, that's a really special moment to know that I'm about to lead God's people in worship. And just just the act of putting on my album seems to, I don't know, it just changes me somehow. That that then we're we're going to be sharing in in worship and I have that opportunity then to hopefully guide them in their ministry in the community. That, that I think I was told that everyone has a, a special um leaning in their ministry and their sermons and their preaching and mine's probably discipleship if I've got to think about what's the theme of most of my sermons and it comes down to discipleship and so I I hope in that way I'm equipping people for their ministry in their community so for me the joy is in the Sunday worship and in gathering around God's table that's the highlight of the week Lenore, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Called by God, we'll be taking a short break over Christmas, but in the new year, we'll be back with more conversations with ordained women in the Diocese of Grafton. Called by God is part of the celebrations of the 30th anniversary of the ordination of women in the Anglican Diocese of Grafton. Called by God is a Couch Church production for the Diocese of Grafton.